Have you ever tried to run away from a problem? Oh, sure. Run, hide, ignore. I think we can all try and avoid problems from time to time. Oh, I agree. I do think we see David in our next chapter struggling with trying to run away. Check out the upcoming episode to hear about David fleeing his problems. Welcome to the Bible Story Podcast. We believe there that growing in a relationship with Jesus is the most important thing you can do. <laughs> we do indeed. Uh, you want to know a really great way to grow in your relationship with Jesus besides listening to this podcast? <gasps> Coming to summer camp? Exactly. Registration has been open and it will remain open. Uh, everyone can come and should come. That's right. We have weeks for all ages and two long weekends for the entire fam jam. So Right. So zero to... Zero reason not to come, really. I, I, <laughs> I was going to say zero to 99, but if you're 100 years old and you want to come to family camp, you, you best be doing it. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Uh, so come and join us. It's going to be a really fun and amazing summer. Jumping into our story here, we're continuing in First Samuel. Even though Samuel died several chapters ago, I think it reminds us at the beginning of this chapter, and I'm really confused and feel weird about it that it's still called Samuel. <laughs> it should be called like oh, okay, uh, the ghost of Samuel. Okay. I think you think too much, maybe. Yeah, well, I do. We know I do. Okay, (laughs) can't help it. All right, so in our intro, you spoke about running away from problems. Yeah, and I I want to uh, clarify, or maybe I've I've thought more about it, but um, I think the idea of running away, but not just problems, like the idea of God's will for your life, or his plan, or even just like... um, pushing pause on your like being like "Mm, i'm not going to involve god in this decision Hmm. does that make sense yeah absolutely i mean you know there's definitely a theme that we've talked about uh here throughout our podcast you know i i'm unsure of the exact episode it was but there's jonah i think we even spoke about it in our episodes during the christmas season and the doubts and worries joseph must have had uh, as well. So uh, it's it's an ongoing theme. Right. It totally is. Yeah, there's uh it's definitely, you know, reoccurring. We've seen it not just with those two people, but there's there's a lot more stories of people kind of um trying to do things on their own mm-hmm. and keeping God out of the equation. Yeah. Which spoiler alert doesn't usually go too well. It's never gone well for me. <laughs> it's never gone well. <laughs> uh so we see in this chapter David is in a little bit of a bind. Or 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 a pickle. Yeah, sure. I mean, you could. Yeah, you could say that if if you must. Well, I must. <laughs> okay, I must. It's a pickle. Uh, side note: Did you know that when you say someone is in a pickle, uh, some people uh, think that Shakespeare actually was the first to invent that. Really? Yeah, he just invented whatever he he invented words, sayings, phrases. Again, with the facts today. <laughs> yeah, I like it. It's a uh, it's facts. Yeah, it's fun. It is fun. fun. Facts. Okay, so. Back to David, uh, and as John would say, he was in a pickle. Yes, he is. He's still been running away from Saul. Uh, Yeah, so remember Saul has been out to kill David this whole time, and David is understandably running away from such death. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And it's all because of Saul's jealousy and kind of contempt for David, and David's like greatness, and people like him. Yeah, and even though Saul promised, he would not harm David. You know, that didn't really seem to be the case. No, he's promised to not harm him a couple times mm-hmm. and really then just turns around and keeps hunting him. Yes. It's, yeah, uh, 
it really kind of speaks poorly on Saul's character. He doesn't really seem to be a man of his word. He goes back and forth on decisions or things that he says a lot. Yeah, just a just a side note. Yeah. Uh Saul's like the worst father-in-law ever. That's true. <laughs> this, like yeah. David's his son-in-law, married yeah. his Saul's daughter. Like I can't think of a worse father-in-law. Like he's tried to kill him a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So the chapter begins like this. But David kept thinking to himself, someday Saul is going to get me. The best thing I can do is escape to the Philistines. Then Saul will stop stop hunting for me in Israelite territory, and I will finally be safe. So basically, Saul um, was trying to, sorry, basically David was trying to go into a territory that Saul would be either afraid of um, or pretty certain that David was not going to be. Yeah, exactly. Like the Philistines were the enemies of David and his men. Kind of crazy place to go and find safety. Yeah. But it would be the last place anyone would look. True. Kind of like hiding in plain sight. Uh, uh, yeah. So David and some 600 men and each of that, those men's family uh, stayed in that area for a year and four months. Yeah. And all that time, David was keeping a pretty big secret. Yeah. So they had uh, some understanding, like the king of that area, the Philistines, King Akish. You got it. Uh, or King of Gash at that point. King Achish, King of Gash, would have known that David and all of those men and all of those men's families were there, and there there had to have been some communication between them. Yeah, yeah, and and there must have been some sort of understanding between David and his enemies. Like they weren't they weren't fighting, fighting, right? Maybe maybe it's just like the fact that they had the same enemy of Saul. Maybe, yeah, and I think too we see in previous chapters that people really feared David. Like when David would arrive into a town, they knew that he was obviously a strong opponent, and so mm. if you know they and and David's army was kind of known for just like wiping out entire towns, which so is maybe they just like crazy. peace offering. Yeah, there's probably a great deal of fear. So having David stay in your town, I think it would at least ensure. That you could keep an eye on him as as the king, mm-hmm. and that you know maybe he wouldn't be planning to attack you. So if he's on your side, it's probably a better deal than at, at least for the the time being. Yes. Yeah. Um. So I think too, it gave a little bit of power to the king, like you said, kind of some some insight. Mm-hmm. Um. At least that's what the king himself had thought. Okay. So David was a clever man. Yes. And you know, as we continue to read, we're going to find that he lied about what he did, uh, you know, throughout his days there to continue to fool the king into thinking, you know, he had power over David. Yeah. So David is still like a prominent uh, army general Mm -hmm. at this point. And so uh, every day he would say that he was, you know, out destroying Israelite towns, towns of his own people. Um, And then each day he would go back to King Achish and report names of those towns to the king. Right. When the reality was, though, they were attacking neighboring towns that were nearby, but were not Israelite towns. Right. And they would kill everyone. So no one could say what was really happening and then taking everything that belonged to them for themselves. Right. So, okay. So, uh, again, this is like four weeks in a row here, John. Um, 
it, not the easiest chapter to like pick out a lesson. No, um, there's David's lying, and then there he's destroying whole towns. Yeah, you're you're <laughs> we're kind of in a pickle here with like what's the <laughs> yeah. application? So, um, you know, those like not great attributes. Neither no. of those things are our lessons for today. Everybody, <laughs> uh, don't do those things. Um, really fair statement. Yeah, I don't do those things. I think. Okay, so David is also quite clever. Not only is he maybe doing some things that are not great, right? He's also pretty clever in not attacking his own people at this time. He's being very loyal. Yeah, like he's um, yeah. yeah. And I, I think that has something to do with maybe the prophecy and his being anointed way decades before mm-hmm. king by Samuel. Yeah, I think too. Even we see a different like a separation between Saul as David's enemy or Saul as the one that wants to kill David and David understanding that the Israelite people, even though still under Saul's reign, aren't the enemy. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yep. Um, the story, okay, so yeah, as I said, it doesn't really give us much past that point. Nope. Um, but I think I've learned something that's a little more applicable than I thought it would be. But it, it, I, it was a challenge to get there. It took me a few days. I had to read the story Probably five times. Well, sometimes that's how it works. We kind of have to lean into the story and, and let it sit with us for a while. We don't always walk away knowing exactly what the scripture applies with to our lives right away. Right. It can take some time. Yeah. So in, in thinking about this and reading it a few different times, I really, you know, see how David is loyal to his people um, and, and then also really loyal to god's call on his life or god's kind of anointing to be king Hmm. i i see what you're saying here okay so i think all of us need to remember something and that will be our lesson for today we see david in a pretty tough situation or pickle as john would like to say um and there's a lot of different directions he could go in this he could you know just yeah he's got a lot of options (laughs) yeah and i i would totally agree with that he he could continue to run. He right. could abandon his own people. Or he could even sabotage them. He could totally turn his back on them. Yeah. Right. But instead, he continually thinks and remembers God's call. Now, to be fair, David's call to be king is very specific. Yes. Uh, we don't all have that laid out for us. Um, well, I just received a call to be king oh, yesterday. Oh, good. Was yes. it a phone call? No. <laughs> just joking. Maybe. Uh, yeah, it's <laughs> it's uh we yeah, it's not that clear for for a lot of us. Yeah. That's exactly right. You know, I I I do think there's a few calls we all can respond to that right. are not necessarily specific but for for all. That we see uh what direction for in the Bible. Yeah. We would see those things that yeah. kind of speaks about all people to yeah. do these things. So one an example would be like yeah. uh what we're doing here sharing the story of, of God and specifically mm-hmm. of Jesus with people. Right, exactly. So here's the lesson, okay? Remember God's call. Mm. Even when it seems like there's a lot to distract you from God's character or, or the path he has for you. Mm-hmm. Brayden, I really like that. Say it one more time. Okay. So it sticks in my memory and, and everyone else's. Okay. Remember God's Growth tip time. Growth tip time. Uh, growth tip is an idea or a tip 
or a trick that helps us grow in a relationship with God. Last week, we asked you all to be a part of a community or take the first steps in being part of a community. And that's not always easy. Kind of means you got to put yourself out there and be pretty vulnerable. Yeah, I hope you all enjoyed that growth tip. Now, today I want to expand on it just a touch. Okay, sounds great. I will let you go ahead. Okay, so community is really important. We've, yes. we've established that. And we may have said this one a long time ago, but in community, we need to find people who inspire us, people who we want to learn from. Ah, I agree. So this person doesn't always come to mind right away, or maybe they're not even the, you know, they're not obvious to us. Right. But this week, take time to think and pray about who might inspire, inspire you to live a little bit more like Jesus each day. Hmm. That's great. So take note of kind of their life, their actions, uh, the way people around them respond. Uh, you know, are they a good example of what you think the fruits of living life with Jesus would look like? Yeah. So look for, pray, and listen for someone that you could be inspired by. Thank you all for tuning in. We have had a wonderful time with you. And and hopefully you feel the same. <laughs> that he do. They do for Cheers, sure. jokes. <laughs> all right. Remember to follow us on Instagram uh, at Bible Story Pod and stay tuned for our discussion episode coming up. 